Hello, and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. Let's face it, modern relationships can be kind of complex. And if you're in a relationship with someone who has been divorced and has children from their previous relationship, or if you have children from a previous relationship, then you're probably in the middle of that kind of complexity. Back in episode 21 with Catherine Woodward Thomas, we talked about conscious uncoupling and the inner work required to heal from past relationships so you can be present for your current relationship. In today's episode, we're going to tackle the topic of success in a post-divorce family head-on. There are challenges that are unique to this situation, and you'll find that the strategies for succeeding come down to themes that we've been covering on the show. How do you connect, communicate, co-parent, and get really clear in a potentially complicated situation? That's what today's show is about. Our guest is Susan Wisdom, retired therapist and author of the classic book, Step Coupling, Creating and Sustaining a Strong Marriage in Today's Blended Family. It's one of the few books on the topic. And fortunately, it offers a lot of helpful information and strategies for strengthening your relationship and your family when you're operating in a post-divorce world. If you're not in this situation, then I think you'll find that today's show has some great insight that can help any relationship, especially if children are present. Susan has generously offered a free copy of her book, Step Coupling, to a lucky listener. And if you're interested in qualifying, all you have to do is download the show guide at neilsatin.com slash stepcoupling or text the word PASSION to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. Susan Wisdom, thank you so much for being here with us today on Relationship Alive. Thank you for having me, Neil. It is my pleasure. Let's dive in just quickly. I I wanted to know if you could give us a sense of why you came to write about step coupling. And I I understand that it's a, a topic that's personal for you as well. Yes, it is. Well, my story in brief is that I was married. <clears throat> this is my second marriage. And I was married for nine years <clears throat> to another man. And uh, that marriage broke up. He decided to go elsewhere. And I have two children of my own, like two little boys, I was raising by myself, and I met, well, I actually knew this man from, we we were in the same sort of social group, and we hung out together with a lot of different couples, and there was David. He was in the same situation I was in. He and his wife were married. They had three children together. She left him, as my husband left me, and voila, you have two people who... um, very actually we always liked each other as we were becoming friends but we felt crazy in love with each other after we were um, single he had three children i had two children we met we married our children were seven nine ten twelve and fourteen all right we believe believe it or not we both had full-time custody of our five children Wow. was quite a shock. Um, and we traveled. Uh, we we just celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. And 
So it's possible. It's possible it to succeed. Not, it is possible. And we were just so blessed and so lucky to have found each other and traveled the distance together. The kids are all out of the house, married. We have seven grandchildren. And the good news is it was very, very hard in the beginning. It was it, we, we didn't know what we were doing. We were um, confused, angry, upset. The kids were all the same. And... And nothing was written about really how to raise these families. And and we did it. And now what's really exciting to all to me and all of us really is how much fun we have together now, how much we love each other as a big family. We have what, 17 or 18 or 19 for holiday dinners. Um, it's It's just been so happy to see how this family has unfolded and developed. Well, thankfully, you were able to draw upon your experience and the experience that you had working with clients to write your book, Step Coupling, and to help well, so many other people. Well, in those days, I was a housewife raising my two children, and then I met David and uh, raised five children, and then I was not an experienced counselor at all. I always had liked working with people, but long story short is that I did go to school to get a degree in counseling psychology, and my career has been since then working with step families. Great. And having a counseling practice. Yeah, wow. That's... um really awesome that you were able to then leverage your experience into right. what you chose to do and your approach to counseling. That's right. Um, lucky, lucky that I was. Yeah. And I might say David was very supportive of supporting me through school and the kids were patient and it all worked out. But as I say, in the beginning, it was very, very difficult to raise his and her children. Um, who came from families, you know, lost families, hurt and upset families. Yeah. Um, so, Susan, I'm I'm curious because that's that's partly why why we're here talking today. Because being in a blended family situation comes with its own host of challenges. Yes. And in particular. You know, we've we've covered on this show, we, we spoke with Catherine Woodward Thomas about conscious uncoupling. And so we've talked about the process that people need to go through to heal from from past relationships. And and I think that is a really important part of having a successful next relationship, whether you're already in it or not quite in one yet is to to really reflect on your past and and some of the the healing that you need to do. And yet what we haven't really been able to address on the show at all is the um the additional complications introduced when there are children involved from a previous relationship. Right. I want to stress the importance of the title of my book is called Step Coupling. And my theme is that the real strength and foundation of a successful family depends on the health of the step-couple relationship. The stronger and healthier they are, 
the better off everybody's going to be in the step family. So David and I have always had a very strong loving. Yes, we've had our issues and we've had our arguments and we've had our traumas. But um, when all is said and done, we are an extremely committed, um, in love can really, and that carried us through with all the hurts and angers of dealing with two families, um, ex-parents, you know, parents elsewhere, etc. It's he and me who make it happen, as any healthy step family couple. Yeah, I think that is a really crucial, and and I think that can be so confusing for people. Um, particularly, you know, just I'm going to speak from my own experience here, coming into a new relationship mm-hmm. and um, and feeling like like I wanted my children to have stability and to really feel like they weren't losing their bond with me. Yeah. But at the same time, um, that sets up a potential conflict between... Yeah me and my new partner or my children and my new partner. Um, so, so how does that work out practically? The, I get it that the, that the couple is really of primary importance and maybe you have some suggestions on how to step back and look at that, that sense of, all right, the couple is of primary importance, but now there are sort of, there's the potential for competing interests. Well, it is true that the that the couple is the real um, strength in the step family because in our case, of course, we had custody of all five children with some visitation with the other parents who uh, had moved away. But um, the the couple is the closer, the better communication, the stronger the relationship is. The kids will get it. They will they they will adjust to that. They will mm. acclimate. Yeah, and um, it's it's just natural. Um, they t- they now in the beginning, of course, the the kids will try to drive a wedge into the new couple because they're not real happy about that the natural biological parents not being with them anymore, but. Um, the stronger the step couple relationship, the more enduring it is. The the uh, more responsibility they take for raising each other's kids as a team, et cetera, et cetera. The the more the kids will adjust, the better the kids will adjust to it. One thing that I really loved about your book is that it's full of anecdotes and stories uh, of people who are going through blended family situations. And for me, it really normalized a lot Mm -hmm. of the experiences that I've had or that I've heard friends having or that clients talk about having. That was my goal in writing the book was to normalize these stressful 
families, stressed out families, and um, with no understanding of what they're going through. There was so little written about the step couple relationship and normalizing the relationship and being able to reach out to the exes and make it okay with them so that everybody really understands each other and can cooperate and collaborate mm. in the interest of raising healthy children. Right, yeah, having a successful family and keeping the kids... Uh, giving the kids the best chance of having a positive future and not being right. negatively affected. Yes, yes, that was the point. You've created a concept of the the four C's as a way of thinking about how to um, how to navigate step coupling successfully. Right. So could we? Can we talk for a few minutes about those four C's? What are they? Maybe we we take them on one at a time and, and spend okay. a few minutes on each. Well, the first C, these are the four building blocks, and these are the keys to successful step coupling. So the first key, the first building block is connection. And connection is very important, of course. It's the love. It's the glue that keeps the step couple together. It can be a thought or a behavior or just doing nice things, loving each other, caring about each other, and also caring about each other's children. That's an important piece in the um, pictures to each, the, the, the uh, step-parent and the biological parent can cooperate and collaborate on caring about the stepchildren, bio-children and all the stepchildren. In our case, we had five. So when you say care about the stepchildren, um, I noticed that you didn't say it's their responsibility to love the stepchildren. Well, love's a hard def- uh, word to define, and I think it's just caring about and caring for, and it can turn to love. Every love is defined differently in, by different people, and maybe you don't love this. I, I, I don't think you have to, quote, unquote, love your stepchild you have to care about the stepchild. You have to raise the stepchild, as I did raise the stepchildren in my case. And you have to be responsible parents. Love is an added benefit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, absolutely. And I'm I'm also remembering in your book where you said that it's actually very normal to not love them. <laughs> And to, well, I think and to go it, it, through it grows this. On you. It, grows, it grows on you. You certainly, in the beginning, I'd have to admit, if you're honest with yourself, you don't love your stepchildren. You don't know your stepchildren. Your stepchildren are not your children. They're not biologically your children. They're somebody else's children. And they were raised differently in the, in the two family systems. I mean, my, in our case, David was much stronger disciplinarian than I was. I was sort of loosey-goosey parent, and we had some real conflicts. But um, so it's it's important that you realize as a step couple that these relationships are different. Um, you have a different relationship, a, a different, well, different relationship with your biological children than you do your stepchildren. That said, I can honestly admit, admit to everybody that I have grown to 
love very much my stepchildren over the years. In the beginning, there's so much acrimony that um, and so much hurt over the divorce situation, the desertion of uh, parents leaving their children, um, you know, anger, sadness, guilt, all sorts of really strong um, situations. And so they change over the years, and I can't say that enough. My family has changed so much over the years. The biological parents are hardly in the picture. They are in the picture, but not any. We really are their families, mm. so it, it changes. It, it's a work in progress, really. Just uh, out of curiosity, have... how how important do you think is it for a um, let's say so someone has children from a previous relationship and they're with someone new. Yes. Um, how important is it for that new person to be integrated into the overall family life versus the parent sort of keeping their their couple relationship separate from their parenting relationship? You know, that's a hard question to answer universally because I think you have to develop these relationships over time. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's personality is different. Everybody's relationships are different. Some kids, you know, are not easy to integrate with. Um, they back off. If they have strong relationships with their biological parent that may be absent, then they don't want anything to do with you. In other words, um, it, it just depends on the people. It depends on the situation. It depends on... Um, the atmosphere, the ages of the children, the interests of the children, it's just, it's a hard question to answer. You have, you get to develop your own family system in step coupling. It, it happens. Yeah, there is one point in your book where you describe how um, when, you, when you all end up living together, uh, that you have to remember that you're all, now you're, it's not just two of you. Like there are all these strangers living That's in a house right. who are all trying to figure out how to get to know each other. And, and where do we fit in? She's not my mother, but she's acting like my mother. My, my biological mother is living across the country and this woman's raising me. What's that all about? How do I adjust to that? And how, how does the stepmother adjust to it either? That kid's not my kid. What am I doing here? Why am I raising this child? It all is a work in progress. It develops over time. Mm. Yeah. And, and, what is, and where are the child's loyalties? Are they still with their absent biological parent who may have moved away? Or do I care about this woman? It's just so personal and so different for everybody. What we want to talk about, stress or define, is the fact that these are two different families trying to blend. By the way, blending is not a very accurate term because um, because they're two distinct families with different histories, different genes, different child discipline styles. Um, it, it, it's, it's not really a very accurate term. Right. And where we started, or I think where I kind of nudged you was 
this distinction between loving uh, children and caring for children. Yeah, yeah. And and I think some people might put this expectation on themselves, like, oh, I should I should love these other this other person's children as if they're my own, but that doesn't necessarily come naturally. Probably not to many people. Well, it's a different relationship. Uh, your own children are your your blood. Your 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 you, you delivered them. You brought them into your hearts and your houses house, and you raised them, and you love them deeply. And um, and stepchildren are different. They're somebody else's biological children. They're not your own. They have different histories. They have different relationships with their uh, grandparents and family and friends. They have different backgrounds. Um, And so what has to happen is these relationships develop over time. And if the step couple um, is caring and responsible and um, connected, they will be able to um, blend the two families into one step family system. So we were talking about connection as being key. And I'm wondering, what do you... I'm talking about the connection between the step parent. Between the step parents. Yes. I'm not talking about the connection between the, the step parent and the children. Okay. So I'm saying that in order to have a happy, healthy, strong step family system, you it starts with a strong connection between the two um, step parents. Right, and and I think you offer in your book that that a lot of the time when there's when there's a problem that comes up with the children, it may uh-huh. in fact be a reflection of a weakness in that the actual couple bond. It can be. Some of these systems are so dysfunctional and and sad that the the system never does really adjust. And there's resentment and hostility, and then you have ex-spouses to deal with, and you have unhappiness from the children because they're not happy with what's going on in their family. Yeah, Um, that makes me think of the conversation about boundaries and where boundaries right. come come into play that's right um so there's and there's all kinds of um points of connection where they're important the qu- the question about like what is your boundary with your ex and that's correct and you know how how present are they or not in your in your life and are they helping or hindering your couple exactly exactly right yeah. Yeah, and then there's um, then there's the question about, and you have a nice little diagram in your book about, um, you know, where you can see the potential conflict arising, and and most people probably who have been through this circumstance get it. Like, oh yeah, there's that competing interest thing, like where the there's the couple that's needing attention, there's the parent-child dynamic that's needing attention. <laughs> there's that question of like, how do I how does the step parent get to know the children, the their stepchildren? That's um, a very good question, and I'll tell you how they get to know their stepchildren. 
please. As a step couple, as a biological parent and the step parent develop their relationship, they must get together and get to know each other's children. Be positive, reach out, um, develop relationships, be curious about who who the stepkids are because you really don't know them. And also the other thing is the biological parents who are who are not present, of course, but the step the step kid, of course, is very naturally bound to their um, biological parent who's not living in the house. So that's a conflict. But who is living in the house is the the biological father and this person called the stepmother, and that's difficult for children. It's also difficult for the step parents. Yeah, yeah. I wonder um, what what have you seen that's been important while the step couple is working on their relationship. What what's important so that children yeah. don't feel displaced? That's a good question. Well, it's developmental, of course, and uh, you know when uh, I'll take it. For an example, my case with my husband, when we when we first started date, dating, we were just crazy about each other. And, um, of course, but then, quite frankly, the kids, it, it was confusing. Um, and I think it always is. It has to develop over time. It should be slow. It should not be invasive. People should... Um, be sensitive. The step couple should be sensitive to the feelings of the children um, and act accordingly to not be inappropriate or hurt their feelings or be abusive in any way. Um, the other thing that, that's difficult for children is what the ex-spouses who have left the home say about this new relationship. Mm. There's a little bit of resentment there, too. The whole point of the book is that it's up to the step couple, the two individuals, it's up to them to, to be respectful of the kids, be respectful of the ex-spouses, be sensitive to the kids' needs, and slowly develop positive relationships with the stepchildren over time. It takes time. It takes gentleness. It takes consistency. It takes being there. It may take some, um, so the, the, the step parents, the step couple has to be flexible. The step couple has to be consistent. And the step, fam, step couple also has to be inclusive of each other's previous families. That's meaning the biological children and maybe even the exes. Right. And... I'm reminded, too, of how I think you suggest as a strategy, um, particularly for a step-parent to get to know their stepchildren, is um, is just treating them like people that you're trying to get to Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Be curious. The best thing is respect and curiosity. Step-parents should be curious about who these children are. Bearing in mind that they're not your children, they're somebody else's children, but be curious and begin to develop a positive relationship. Take it slowly. 
Now, how and, do you... and respect the kids, too. So but The whole point of the step-couple relationship is to be able to make room for all the different people in these complex families. Yeah, that just sort of is what it is, I think. It is what it is. So, and it's interesting to the, you know, the statistics, and I'm sure they've changed since your, your book was written. At the time you wrote it, you said that, uh, which was um, in the early 2000s, right. that, um, that one out of every three people was in some sort of step something or other situation and that I think you said like 90% of men and 80% of women who are divorced end up getting remarried or something like that. This, this is, those sound like high statistics, but I, I, I knew, I, I mean, it was accurate at the time. I don't trust statistics very much anyway. Each family, you know, is different. Um, yes, the divorce rate is high in families these days. It's over 50%, I think. Um, then if you go out and get married again, the divorce rate is higher. And the third marriage, it's even higher. It increases over time. Of the, yeah, of the so, so the odds are, in, in many respects, favor that, that at some point in time, Hopefully this won't happen to you if you're listening and you're you're happily with your your partner of choice and they're your first partner lifelong partner of choice if that's been your choice. Yes. Hopefully hopefully you can stay that way and you can use the all of the strategies around successful coupling to stay that way. Um right. if you're um I, well you know it's funny like even just having said that I hesitate to say lucky because for me personally, there have been so many benefits from, from and learnings and growth from having been through a divorce. Yeah. So let's just say that if you're in the first category where you're not divorced and never will get divorced, then, then that keeps you in a certain paradigm of how relationship works. That's right. Um, they left out, and they, they're two healthy people raising healthy children, and, and good for them. Right. But not all of us are that lucky. So we have to go through a little bit of turmoil to get to where we get lucky, Yeah. as, as I did. Um, it's just a, a crapshoot, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it is complex. It is complex. Well, it is complex. It's not only a crapshoot. It's also about people maturing. I mean, I had no business getting married the day I graduated from college. I didn't even know, hardly knew the guy, but I had to get my white dress on and march down the aisle. Um, that's just life, you know. We don't always make, we don't always grow at the same rate. We, um, stuff happens and that's life. Our values change. Life happens and life does shape us. Yeah. How we grow, how we mature, it shapes us. We what hope you, in a better way. But. What process do you suggest for step couples for working through uh, co-parenting, which is I know, I know that's one of your four C's. There's right. connection, which we were talking about, and we've, we've been touching on communication, I think. Um, right. 
But let's talk about co-parenting for a minute. Right. Uh, well, this is the ultimate challenge, of course, because, as I said before, these children came from two different families. If there are two different families, maybe there's just, you know, children from one spouse and not the other. But, um, of course, parenting is an ultimate challenge, first, second, or third marriage, no matter what. It is It is difficult to be a parent. Uh some kids are easy to raise. Some kids aren't so easy to raise. Some parents aren't very mature, evolved people, so they have struggles with it. Um, poverty comes in. You know, any any number of situations happen. In co-parenting, it's difficult because these children, let's say you both have children, they are different from each other. They came from two different life situations, two different people, two different life situations. They have different genes, different brains, different temperaments and different experiences. They have, And they came from two different families, so therefore they have different traditions and um, values and sense of humor and family. You know, it's just the whole putting two families together is not a natural process. Um, and the kids have different relationships with their parents. Um, so that's, you just can't assume that you can bring these kids over and raise them in one family. Plus, the biggest challenge is that there up kids who enter step families, they're upset. They miss their former family. They miss their... Their parents may be ang- still angry with each other, and that's very stressful for children. There are a lot of negatives, and there are a lot of negatives that the step couple has to cope with, has to deal with. And the only way that they can deal with these kinds of challenging issues is to be a very um, high-level, communicative, loving um strong step-couple relationship. And that's going to be the curative factor in these families. Mm, so what process can they use to step back? Like, let's say they're in, let's do a, like a classic scenario where you're sitting down for dinner and yeah. one, the let's say the biological parent feels like there should be um, order at the table and everyone uh-huh. should be quiet and focus yeah. on eating. But the, yeah. but the, um, the, the step parent, parent feels comes, differently. Yeah, they come in and they're like, what is going on here? Like, there, there should be laughter and, exactly. and teasing and, you know, th- where's the life and who yeah, cares yeah. about this manners? It's really and, boring. And who invited them for dinner? God, get them out of here. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. so it's a classic situation and yes, it is. and I'm curious to know, and it's just a slice, like this can come up all the time. You oh, know, like, in any area, any arena, you name it. Style differences, value differences, behavior differences, religious differences, personality differences, you name it. Now what's gonna save that? What's gonna what's gonna make this family peaceful over time? and agreeable over time? That's the question. That's the question. And I maintain that it is the strength and power and calmness 
and love and the glue that the step-couple relationship provides to this new family that will mold this family together at, over time. Yeah, and and I think that one of the things that I really appreciated in your book was the the way that you look at each of these situations. You just mentioned them. Is it is this something uh, that's a style difference? Is this does this represent a value conflict? Um, and, could be either way. Right. Could, could style could, and values are sort of bugs bugs everybody, but I I don't. Right. right, could be any of those things. And the point being to to step back as a couple and to so so there are these techniques in being a couple that you're going to have to rely on which have to do with recognizing when you're being triggered in a situation. Very much so. And, Very much so. And not trying to fix it when you are being triggered. That's right. That's um, not trying to prevail over the situation and saying you should do this and I, you know, you're, you, you should, you will do this because I tell you, in other words, co-parenting is not telling everybody, well, I'm getting mixed up with my words anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, but what I'm trying to say is that over time, these families do adjust, um, and we don't all have to have the same values. In fact, different styles and values in families can be very delightful. We have five children, and they're all different from each other, all five of them. And they dig that. You know, that's good. That's fun. That's neat. Right. And so I think that in, like, your traditional nuclear family, did I say that right? Is it nuclear? No, nuclear. 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 <laughs> in your, original. In your, yeah, How about that? the, that's great. In your original family, you can maintain this illusion that there's going to be some some cohesion, and even that's that right. is probably not true. But you can you can you can maintain the illusion that there's this cohesion with values there, and style. Yeah. And, but yeah. as soon as you're in this blended situation, all bets are off. All bets are off, and so right. everything that you can do to foster acceptance of that breadth of experience and values and and when you feel them coming up in conflict with each other Mm -hmm. i mean it's a classic scenario of um you know do you need to be right or do you want to be together you know (laughs) if you're so if you're if you're staking your claim on my it's my way that's the way to do it then that's Mm -hmm. just like in in any relationship that's going to be a disaster and particularly when it comes to things like raising kids Right. Um, and but you also point out in your book um, this these questions that I found to be very insightful around um, sort of singling out things like the way that you discipline kids or mm-hmm. the relationship mm-hmm. of of you and your children to money and how you handle right. money. Right. Um, the, your relationship to cleanliness or to manners and like, yeah. so really teasing all those things apart and then asking yourself questions or asking each other ideally questions like, and, and actually we, we had a great show with Susan Piver. This is one of our earliest episodes 
that was about basically the the use of questions to really get to know your partner better and to right. not and to not see it as a win lose kind of thing, but right. as a exactly. as a vehicle for understanding. Forgiveness, um, biological. That's how you were born. That's how you were grew you grew up in this kind of a family system. They're not they're not easy to change those patterns and those desires and those tendencies. You know, right. So if you have and, this vehicle of questions as a way to just come to understand each other, then you can ask right. each other questions exactly. like, how important was child rearing to your parents? That's what? Right. How did your parents raise you? Um, what was your relationship? What was your parents' relationship to money? And right. And I liked how you... In your in these questions, as you broke it out into and teased it apart into all these various realms, then you you created ways for partners to really get to know each other. That's right. In relation to their families of origin, right? Because, that's right. That because is that's vital. where, yeah, that's where all of those values yeah. and styles yeah. and came into being. Whether it was yeah. in response to or in reaction to or mm-hmm. an that's outgrowth. That's exactly of, right. Yeah. It's getting to know your partner and getting to know his family of origin or her family of origin, getting to know what part religion plays, what what uh, what's funny, what's not funny, what's um, everything, you name it, everything. And it's difficult for people to make peace when they're so upset and unhappy over what's happened in their past. Yeah, yeah. Um, so So imagine like that's, you know, that's, what's happening for us as the adults were, and then of course we're setting the stage for the kids who, who have gone through something that at a minimum is disruptive to their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what would you, what advice do you give to step parents who, who say things like, um, like my stepkids don't respect me. They don't listen to me. Yes. 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 (laughs) Well, that's universal, by the way. That's a universal statement. Of course they don't listen. Um, it, when when these new families form, some people are curious, but a lot of people are not curious and only resentful, right? Mm. Um, so uh, my stepkids don't listen to me. They're not curious about me, and they don't even like me. Well, of course, they don't know you and they're not real excited about you taking their mother's place or whatever. Um, that's 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 universal. But over time, as the step couple survives and opens their hearts up to the children and stepchildren, and spend a lot of time and energy, over time it works out. Unless yeah. it doesn't. Now, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes you really do end up with a, 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 a poor relationship with one of your stepkids. Um, yeah, and it sounds like the key, you say it over and over again in the book, which I love, it's don't take things personally. Absolutely. And and so, especially when you come into a new situation, I can imagine that well, I like your your statement of you know if the if the kids don't even know you yet, then how are they going to respect you? There, you you draw a distinction between positional authority, like 
Like they should respect you just because you're an adult and you're um, versus like personal authority where the kids, as they come to know you and trust you and 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 sense that you're learn to accept. Yeah. Yeah. And sense that you're going to be around. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. That's exactly right. Right. And after 40 years ago, I cannot tell you the difference between the formation of our family and how scary it was and how hostile and how sad. And, oh, boy, I, I the only way that we made it is because David and I had this incredible love relationship. And we really did have a strong couple. And, um, and we softened and the kids got it. And now... The kids, my one stepdaughter couldn't stand me. She just absolutely couldn't stand me. She didn't trust me. She didn't like me. I took her mother's place. Um, I horned in on her relationship she had with her dad, blah, blah, you know, on and on. And I just can't tell you how close we are now. Over time, you must be patient and you must stay and you must treat people with respect and curiosity. Those two are two words for good step coupling and step uh, parenting relationships are be respectful of your stepkids and be curious. Who are these kids? Where do they come from? What do they like? What do they not like? Um, and that's really important that you get familiar and get and loosen up. And because if you're lucky, you're going to be married for forty years. If you're not lucky and you don't. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it yeah and and I like to identifying that like the stress that you may be feeling as a couple well that that stress could reverberate through oh boy the children. does it ever does it ever and on top of that the kids they're they are probably going through their own stress and oh you better believe it and part of being cantankerous is probably about testing to see will this last if they can will this kick person... you out that's right yeah they'll try to kick you out if you if they can right mm-hmm. and part of that is probably about the kids trying to make themselves safe that's right that's yeah. right exactly but how soothing it must be for, for for in our case five kids to over time see these people so connected and so reasonable, and so we try to be fair. Of course, we made mistakes, but um, we really, over time, earned our keep, earned our um, respect and love from the children, all of them. So I would love to also. So let's take a moment to summarize that the most important thing here is to work on your relationship as a couple. If there's stuff coming up with the kids, work on your relationship as a couple. If there's stuff coming up in your relationship... Well, demonstrate to the children. First of all, demonstrate to the the children that this is a relationship that's going to stay and that both the parent and the step-parent are going to work very hard to make this family system work and that we understand it's difficult, but we will try our very best to be more comfortable and um, and closer together and yeah. you can tr- and trustworthy yeah i like We're not going to hurt you acknowledging the children's experience that it's in, absolutely yeah it may be uncomfortable it may be yeah. difficult 
And I would advise, um, you know, each parent spending personal time with all their with their individual children, mm. as well as their stepchildren. Yeah. So so dedicating that kind of time to getting to know each other individually and yeah, don't put everybody in a bag and treat them as a group. You know, really take uh, be persistent about being a. a trusting parent to their biological kids and pave the way to earning trust over their stepchildren. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, uh, Susan, because I know that you wrote Step Coupling um, about a decade ago, a little more than a decade ago, and it's a book that's lasted. There actually aren't many books written about the topic of how to do step coupling well how to have a blended family well. And so I appreciate the the insight in the book. And yet you are in a position where you're starting to step back a little bit, right? And and Oh, very much, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll admit, I'm 74 years old and my husband's 77. So we're not the guy the guy and the girl who got married 40 years ago, you know, we're getting older and brain doesn't work quite as quickly and we're slowing down and and uh, that's the way it is. Um, I was a very, very sharp counselor. I picked up everything, and I don't think I could do that quite so well at my age. So you mentioned to me before our interview that you are actually looking to sell your brand of step. I am. I am. I and, am. And... Uh, I think that's really powerful because there aren't there, it's a conversation that's only going to happen more and more hopefully hopefully yeah, yeah because yeah. It, the the situation is certainly happening more and more of of blended families yeah um, well I just I think I invented a new paradigm because prior to this first first of all there've never been a whole lot of books on on set families but most of the books were about, oh, um, visitation and um, sharing parenting kids and, and that kind of thing. But nothing was ever written about the depth and breadth of the set couple relationship and what that means, you know, how it um, relates to the, the exes and how we can integrate these families better than, or at least accept these families. So that there's so much animosity with ex-spouses. I have had so many, well, not horrible, but very stressful counseling sessions where there's animosity that you can't believe between exes. So sad. And if you don't the kids are affected by that, they are badly affected. And so, so that's why this conversation about how to do this well, it needs to include yeah. how, and, and you do talk about that in your book, the, the way to think about, about exes and their, their position in, in your life. And Absolutely. And they do have a position in your life and you better accept it. And you better make it as positive as it possibly can, even though they may be not very pleasant people. You know, yeah, that yeah. happens too. In your your last chapter, which is titled "Empowering Everyone," 
you talk about a favorite concept of ours here on the show, which is seeing yourself really as the source of your experience and and recognizing that you actually have the power to change and to shift a dynamic. So that's right. whether that's examining how you're triggered in your relationship with your primary partner, or given what we were just talking about, examining your relationship to the ex and you know, are right. you creating a polarization there that doesn't even need to yeah. be there? And it doesn't need to be there. It really doesn't. You're relieved. You should be relieved of that. But I'm sorry to report that that's a rare occurrence. Yeah, I've had many acrimonious um, sessions. Well, it's acrimonious, just... and I, I can attest. Just the other day, we had a birthday party for my son, and my partner was there cutting cake with my ex and. Everyone was happy, so nice. it's nice. possible. It's definitely yes, it possible. is absolutely possible. And sadly, and my husband, my ex, and I are just fine together. I'm very happy. I'm not married to him anymore, but he's a fine man, and he's happily married to somebody else, and that's beautiful. And we see each other three or four times a year. He lives away, but that's that's great. Great. Well, um, Susan has generously offered to. Uh, to give away a free copy of the book Step Coupling to a Lucky Listener. If you are interested, all you have to do to qualify is to download the show guide, which is available at neilsatin.com slash stepcoupling. Or you can text the word passion to the number 33444 and just follow the instructions. And either of those things will qualify you to uh, win the giveaway. So Susan, thank you so much for that offer. You're welcome. Thank you. And we will also have links to Susan's website on our on our show guide page. And Susan, is that the best way for anyone to reach you who's maybe yes. interested in buying your brand, Step Coupling? Yes. So, um, so Susan, thank you so much for your time today and your wisdom. Um, uh, around the topic of step coupling, it's so um, great to hear how successful you yourself have been and and to know that your work has been really helpful in um, in taking on the complexity of helping a blended family succeed. and um, and I you've been very helpful today for me and and for our listeners as well. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for listening to another episode of Relationship Alive. If you like what you've heard and want to make it easier for other people to find out about us, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have questions or comments or want to continue the conversation, you can always join our Relationship Alive community Facebook group. And for more information about today's episode, visit us online at neilsatin.com slash podcast. Or you can always text the word passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, to the number 33444 for more information. Finally, do you have a burning question that you're hoping we can have answered here on Relationship Alive, either for a future or past guest? Let me know and I'll see what I can do. Take care and see you next time.